I'm Morgan AM. US equity and bond markets closed. European markets stage a rebound. Morgan's AM, your pre-market briefing. US equity and bond markets were closed overnight for the Juneteenth federal holiday. In US corporate earnings, home builder Lennar Corp releases its fiscal second quarter result tonight, while Activision Blizzard and MasterCard host annual shareholder meetings. In US economic data, existing home sales for May and the widely monitored Chicago Fed National Activity Index for May are also released tonight. The beaten up banking, travel and energy sectors led a rebound on European bourses overnight, the pan-European stock 600 index rising just shy of 1% in light volume trade. However, Europe's construction and materials index dropped 1.8% after Irish building insulation specialist Kingspan Group said the mood in most end markets deteriorated, resulting in a dip in orders over the last two months. Germany's DAX gained 1.1%. Germany will restart coal-fired power plants and offer incentives for companies to curb natural gas consumption, marking a new step in the economic war between Europe and Russia. Berlin unveiled the measures on Sunday after Russia cut gas cut gas supplies to Europe last week as it punched back against European sanctions and military support for Ukraine. Separately, Denmark's energy agency said on Monday it had activated the first of a three-step emergency gas supply plan, which effectively means tighter monitoring of the market due to uncertainty about gas supplies from Russia. Francis CAC added 0.6%, French carmaker Renault rallied 9.7% after broker Jeffries upgraded the stock to buy. French President Emmanuel Macron comfortably lost an absolute majority in the country's parliamentary election over the weekend. Elsewhere, European Central Bank Chief Christine Lagarde overnight reaffirmed plans to raise interest rates twice this Northern Hemisphere summer, while fighting widening spreads in the borrowing costs of different Eurozone countries. In economic data, the German producer price index surged by a more than expected 33.6% year-on-year in May the fastest increase since the series began in 1949. London's FTSE 100 rose 1.5%. Associated British Foods rallied 2.4% following a well-received trading update. Low-cost airline EasyJet reversed earlier losses to close up 1.5%, even after it said it was consolidating flights this summer and facing higher-than-expected costs as a result of staff shortages across the industry. The company said it expected fourth quarter capacity to be around 90% of pre-COVID pandemic levels. British Airway parent International Consolidated Airlines Group rallied 7.2%. However, house builders slumped after the latest survey from Rightmove recorded that the price of houses coming to market in the UK hit a fifth consecutive record, although the speed of the rise moderated significantly from previous months. That saw Barrett developments fall 3.7%, Barclay Group down 4.1% and Persimmon down 4.5%. And UK online grocer and retail technology specialist Akato Group announced after the closing bell that it will raise around £575 million via replacement and that it will use the proceeds to fund existing and expected customer requirement commitments. Akato also reiterated the guidance it provided earlier in the year, forecasting a return to strong mid-teens revenue growth in 2022. Bank of England policymaker Catherine Mann addressed an event organised by Market News International and said there were signs that the jump in inflation in Britain was becoming more embedded and persistent and had more momentum after government support measures for households. Accordingly, Ms Mann argued for a more robust policy move 
and said the Bank of England should pursue an activist approach to policy, raising interest rates more aggressively in the short term to bolster sterling and dampen inflation, then being ready to cut them once the economy needed more support. Financial markets are currently pricing in Bank of England rates peaking at 3.5% in August 2023 before possibly being cut at the end of that year. Base metals mostly rebounded yesterday, although copper dipped 0.02% to $8,960 per tonne, or just over $4.06 per pound, recovering from an earlier decline that saw the key industrial metal touch its lowest level since the 21st of September 2021, around $4 per pound. Elsewhere, nickel edged 0.3% higher, aluminium gained 1.4%, and zinc with a 0.1% rise. The People's Bank of China yesterday left both their key one-year and five-year loan prime rates unchanged at 3.7% and 4.45% respectively, as expected. And China Evergrande Group is aiming to announce a preliminary restructuring plan by the end of July, a possible sign that the real estate developer is on track to address its financial woes. Evergrande said that it is also taking appropriate steps to comply with Hong Kong exchange rules in order to avoid a possible delisting of its shares. Benchmark Spot Iron Ore dropped $9.80 or 8% to $112.35 a metric tonne. That followed a tough day on commodity markets in China yesterday. Gold futures slipped 60 cents to $1,840 an ounce. All the prices settled little changed, unwinding earlier session gains. WTI dipped 7 cents to $109.49 a barrel, having risen over a dollar earlier in the session. Brent dipped 8 cents to $113.04 a barrel unwinding an earlier rally of as much as 1%. China's crude oil imports from Russia soared 55% from a year earlier to a record level in May, displacing Saudi Arabia as the top supplier, as refiners cashed in on discounted supplies and sanctions on Moscow over its invasion of Ukraine. And the Australian dollar is buying around 69.5 US cents this morning. The Reserve Bank of Australia releases the minutes from its June monetary policy meeting that saw the central bank hike rates 50 basis points. Separately, RBA Governor Philip Lowe is scheduled to deliver a speech titled Economic Outlook and Monetary Policy. The Bank of Japan also releases the minutes of their June monetary policy meeting that saw the central bank stand firm on its ultra-loose monetary policy prescription last Friday. And finally, there were reports this morning that Qantas Airways has lifted the passenger mask mandate for non-stop outbound flights to the US and UK. This is general advice only, and we have not considered your needs or objectives.